0: Hey, thank you so much for listening to the Your Financial EKG podcast. My name is Drew Blackston. I'm a certified retirement counselor, investment advisor representative, and I am your virtual financial advisor helping you get to retirement, helping you get through retirement, and protecting your ability to stay in retirement. Now, I have a special guest on the podcast today, Maurice wearing he is a mortgage broker with pen fed credit union and we're going to get into all things real estate buying home selling a home refinancing we're going to look at what the what the housing market's going to look like over the next few years few months few days what it's done in the past and maybe we'll get into the housing crash of 2008 and why that's something we're not necessarily concerned about going forward But listen, if this is your first time listening to the podcast, make sure you subscribe wherever you consume content. Check us out on some of our other social media sites. We're on LinkedIn at Drew Blackston. Also on YouTube under Your Financial EKG. Make sure you subscribe to the YouTube channel. Do a lot of great retirement content on there. And it's more visual whereas the podcast, obviously, we're only listening. So without further ado, let's get into today's discussion with Maurice Waring talking about home ownership and real estate. You ready? Let's go. All right, Maurice, thank you so much for joining me today on the Your Financial EKG podcast. Uh, thank you. Thank you for coming in.
1: Oh, Thanks for having me today.
0: Yeah, we're excited. So Maurice and I are going to talk about really kind of the state of the housing market, uh, Maurice is a mortgage loan officer for PenFed Credit uh, Credit Union, and we want to kind of talk about where the market is today, You know, what uh, advice that you would have for buyers, sellers, things like that. So this is going to be a really good podcast and a good YouTube video. So Maurice, tell me, let, let's start out with basically what do you do as a, as a mortgage loan officer? Or how do you help clients?
1: So my job with PenFed Credit Union is a residential mortgage loan officer. And what I'm doing is helping, um, buyers, um, purchase a home, um, by providing them with a mortgage. So I'm walking them through that, you know, entire process.
0: Yeah. Which is a fun process. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) You know, a little bit sarcastic, but yes,
1: it is definitely, um, it depends. Like, you know, if you're a first time buyer, it can be a lot. That's what, you know, I'm here for, but you know, if you have bought in the past, you can definitely go through it pretty smoothly
0: yeah and i know with where the market's at today it seems like if i'm a buyer i want to make sure i have kind of like all my stuff in order before i get to to you right i mean is that kind of where like if i'm buying a house today i mean are there certain documents or things that i want to make sure that i've got like ready to go so that i'm quick on this
1: yeah so if you're looking to buy a home today. Um, before you even start looking at a house, you want to speak with, you know, a person like me, a mortgage loan officer, mm-hmm. um, to know exactly what you qualify for. Cause you don't want to go look at a house on the beach, just 600 grand. And then you actually go under contract. You go, then you speak with the lender. I'm only appro- approved for $250,000, yeah. right? So you want to yeah. know what, what's your buying power. So you definitely want to have your doc, duck, your ducks in a row. And have your, your normal income documentation, right? Yeah. So if you're an hourly or salary employee, it'll be like, you know, 30 days worth of pay stubs, your last two W twos. If you're using any type of like, you know, assets where it comes to checking the checking, you know, checking um savings account, retirement accounts, you also want to have those statements on hand so yeah. you can provide that to your loan officer when you apply.
0: Make it a quick process.
1: Yes. Yes.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I know as a self-employed individual, it's always been fun. You know, it's always been a longer process as self-employed, you know, having to verify income and things like that uh, seems a little bit easier with a W-2 or with a, with a salaried employee.
1: Yes. Yeah. Like W-2 salary commission is um, easier. And also a lot of things are automated now and um, digital can be done online. Mm -hmm. So your company works with, um, I think the service is called the Work Number. We can okay. verify your income without you providing documentation. Okay. We have a program called Account Check. That means we can verify your assets with you without you providing, like you know, your bank statements. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that helps out a lot. Yeah. Self-employed, we can still finance self-employed borrowers, but you're right; it does require some additional paperwork where we're looking at your last two years, personal and business tax returns instead of just, you know, W-2s and a couple of pay stubs.
0: W-2s. Not impossible, but it's a little bit of a longer process, which is good after coming out of 2008. You know, I think it's good that we're a little bit more stringent uh, and so we don't have another financial crisis. So Maurice, so if I'm a a buyer, if I'm thinking about buying a home, you're saying the first step for me is make sure I contact you to get, I think it's called a pre-approval letter or something like that, right?
1: Yes. A pre-approval letter. Okay, get a pre- uh, with, yeah. With the current market, um, I would say 99.9% of realtors won't even show a buyer a property unless they have that pre-approval letter.
0: Okay. Okay. Now, speaking of the current market, I mean, what, I mean, what do you think's going on out there? I mean, I know you're not an economist, but you've got to have a little bit of a, uh, a toe in the water there as a mortgage loan officer. I mean, what do you think's going on out there?
1: Um, There's a couple of different things that's happening. First, rates. Rates are, you know, very low. I know, for example, I think I quoted someone this morning, a 30-year fix at, I think, 2.8, 2.75 with no wow. points, which is... It's
0: free ex- money. Yes, yes.
1: <laughs> so, when you hear that ring, you know, you kind of like, you know, I have to buy something. Yes. So, that's driving a lot of it um also a lack of inventory so it's just like you know normal supply and demand yeah. where now you have tons of buyers especially millennial buyers because they're getting to that age where they can actually afford a property yeah so you have that you have supply and demand and that's driving where we have a lot more buyers yeah. than we have you know properties you know in the area i guess nationwide it's not just here in pinellas
0: No, no, I think Florida in general is obviously we're a hotbed. You got a lot of people moving here from other other states, but I think it's is a problem all over the country and with boomers retiring, millennials buying and all that. So you mentioned two things I wanted to ask you. The first thing is you talked about rates. So if I'm if I'm in a home, and I we talked about this a little bit off camera, um, but if I'm in a home and I'm at a higher interest rate, does it make sense? Let's say I've got it in at four. Does it make sense for me to refinance at this point? I mean, is that something that we should call you to kind of just talk through and say, hey, is it does it make sense for me to refinance this loan?
1: Yeah. So if you're at four percent, it definitely makes sense to, you know, contact me to discuss a refinance Mm -hmm. because we can definitely um, save you money two ways. Right. There's one saving that's going to be your monthly payment. So what's your what you're paying each month with your mortgage? Yeah, we can definitely reduce that a couple of different ways: lower rate, extending your term. Um, the second thing that we're going to save you money is total interest that you're going to pay on the loan. Okay. So let's just say you get a 15-year mortgage; you're paying, you know, that monthly payment times 15, and that's going to be not just the principal, the amount you borrowed, but yeah. that's going to be your interest plus principal. That's going to be the total cost of that property for you on okay. that mortgage. Yeah. Um, if you contact me and refinance, we get you a lower rate. We can reduce that amount of interest you're paying, yeah. which is going to be a result in you saving money overall.
0: Yeah. And you can refinance into a 30. Is that what you're saying?
1: Yes. Yes. It depends. Like it goes by situational. Right. Yeah. So let's just say you're someone I get a lot of these where I want to pay my house off the same time I retire. Because normal cases, when you retire, you have a drop in income, right? So I have a lot of clients who say, hey, Maurice, I'm retiring from Honeywell in 15 years. What can we do with the refinance, right? So I'll come in and say, hey, we could do a 15-year fix. You're at four now. We can get you at two and a half. Um, You'll save money on the interest and reduce your term by, you know, five or 10 years. And that'll put you free and clear home at retirement, which is- No, pretty awesome
0: yeah so you get a lower rate with the 15 year mortgage refinance i'm mean, sorry the 15 year refinance over the 30
1: yes so it goes from like you know 30 20 25 15 and 10 mm-hmm. and the shorter the term normally the better the pricing that you'll receive
0: okay very good very cool and the other thing you said too i thought was kind of interesting so if i'm if, if i'm gonna buy a house. Um, especially in the market that we have today, does it make more sense for me to kind of go in with, you know, 20% kind of always been, you know, when, every time I've bought a house, they've always said, you know, you want to put 20% down. Um, Does it make sense to do that? I mean, I know that there's clients that don't have the 20% to do that. I mean, am I going to be, is it better to go at it that way? I mean, am I going to be able to get the home better? I mean, what do you, what do you think?
1: So a couple of different things. It depends on first how long, you're going to stay in the property. Okay. Um, If you're a first-time home buyer, most likely that's not going to be what people call their forever home, right? Yeah, sure. A lot of people are looking to, you know, buy the property and say, you know what, once I have some kids, situation changed, I'm probably going to, you know, buy another house in five to 10 years.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, If that's the case, I recommend not putting, you know, the 20% down. Okay. Um, 20% down would help if you just, you definitely want a lower mortgage payment yeah. because you're borrowing less yeah. and also it's going to help out with private mortgage insurance because okay. if you buy a prop, a home and you financing more than 80% of the sales price of the home, the lender is going to require that you have private mortgage insurance and that's going to be an addition um, to your monthly payment.
0: To your monthly payment. Okay. So first time home buyers, you're getting into a single, you know, a smaller house, probably not. Don't do the twenty percent. If you're older, let's say forties, fifties, got your families established, maybe a home you're going to stay into longer, maybe even your thirties, um, that's where you'd want to put the twenty percent out, twenty percent down, kick the PMI, and you know take the thirty and try to you know obviously pay that off as, as fast as you can, but you know put a little bit more down because you're going to stay in the home longer.
1: Yes, that was my recommendation. And I can, I can just know from the loans I offer. I don't think they have mortgages anymore or prepayment penalties. So you got to think just because you're only putting 5% down in a 30-year uh-huh. doesn't mean you're tied to that mortgage payment each month. You can always make additional payments yeah. each month. People do weekly. Some people, you know, they may get a bonus at the end of the year and there's yeah, a yeah. principal pay down. Yeah, um, but you know, just the way, you know, I think is if you know, if you're a first time home buyer or you know that property is not going to be for the long term, I'd rather just, you know, hold on to my assets. Yeah. you right. just, you know, have that, you know, lower down payment.
0: Yeah.
1: And the private mortgage insurance is not as expensive as it used to be. We have very competitive rates with the private mortgage insurance. Okay. So in short, I will say it depends on your situation with the um, 20%. Yeah.
0: Which is why, you know, you want to call Maurice if you're looking to buy a home or, or refinance or get a mortgage. Maurice, tell us real quick, how, how, if somebody wants to get in contact, i got more questions for you, but I want to do halfway. I've got Maurice here on the Your Financial EKG podcast, Mortgage Loan Officer with PenFed. If they want to get in contact with you, Maurice, how do they do that? Especially for the podcast, because if you're watching this on YouTube or LinkedIn, I've got all the information below. Uh, but if they're listening on the podcast, Maurice, how do they get in touch with you? Um,
1: if you want to get in touch with me, they can actually do a Google search, Maurice Waring. Okay. And then I'll actually, there's not too many Maurice's Maurice Waring's out there. So <laughs> unfortunately, um, my website will come up. You'll see my Google store and it'll direct you to my website. Okay. Um, you can also find me on LinkedIn to searching Maurice Waring. Okay. And then in my bio, it'll be links to my website. Okay. And with my website, it actually has some awesome tools where you have the ability to generate yourself a quote on what you will qualify for when it comes to a rate, um, your mor- your mortgage payment, and okay, also cool. your closing costs. So, how much cash you have to bring to closing. Very cool. So, right. if you are comparing lenders, which I know PenFed, we're eighty percent over eighty percent of the time, we're going to be the, the 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 better deal. But you can easily see what you qual will qualify for. And, you know, compare us to other
0: lenders. Okay. So if you're listening on the podcast, Maurice Waring, that's M-A-U-R-I-C-E-W-A-R-I-N-G. Go on LinkedIn. That's probably going to be the easiest way to contact him or do a Google search. So Maurice, let's talk a little bit more about the market. I mean, what do you think What do you think the outlook for the housing market is? I mean, what are you feeling for the future? I mean, if you're someone sitting in a home, let's say, for instance, so I'm 35, my wife and I uh with three kids. You know, we're in a neighborhood that's a little bit, um, I'd say, more middle income. If we're looking to upgrade um, and, you know, for me, I think, okay, if I can I sell this, obviously the market's at a high. um, But if I go to buy something, I feel like that's going to be at a high. I mean, you know, it's kind of like one of those like decision. You know, how do you make that decision for me? So what do you tell people who are kind of on the fence in that decision making process?
1: So that kind of is in the same lane as the 20 percent question right rather okay should i sell and then get something else it's going to go by your situation so let's give them let's go for example the one that you gave right me um yes yes (laughs) (laughs) with you i would recommend if like obviously if you sell your house now you're gonna you're you're gonna make out pretty well most likely not not even knowing your situation that's a great assumption i a good assumption um, so if 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 you are looking for a bigger property, so like you know you have a growing family, you got a two-bedroom, a hey, I need a four bedroom now, I'm gonna need one in the next couple of years, yeah. um, now will be a good time to upgrade because you're gonna get for two reasons. You're going to get the most um that you can get for your property, probably between now and the end of the year. Um, and second, the cost of borrowing money. Yeah. So, you know, rates are low right now. So like right now I'm routinely given 30 year fixed below 3%. Right. Um, can't guarantee it's going to be that in 2022, right? Sure. So right now you have two things on your side. I can sell my property at like, you know, best case scenario. Currently I may have to pay a little bit more for a bigger home, Yeah, but I I can take the fund from my sold property for a down payment. Yeah. Um, that'll make off, after, off my last property. And also I'm borrowing money at a lower percentage yeah. than I would be doing if I waited until, you know, mid 2022 yeah. to make the move.
0: Yeah, which is different, which is different from what we saw in 2007. We saw a housing market that was at an all time high. People were doing exactly what you were saying, but they were getting into homes at higher interest rates you know, because of it, right before the market crashed, now that we've got rates at all time low, even if the housing market were to come down, you're still borrowing money at a very low rate. And so it's not, you can, you have time to allow your house to appreciate. Whereas a lot of those people in 07 and 08, um, you know, they just got killed and then they're still at this high rate. You know, they're making this high interest payment and their house is not worth what they bought it for. Well, at least now, if we go down 10 or 15%, you um, you know, you're, you're still at two and a half percent. So it's not a big deal in the sense of, of your payments.
1: Yes. And also with that, cause I get that question routinely about housing crisis, another crash, what's the difference between now and back then. And I can speak to that's when I started in the lending industry yeah. was back in 2006, 2007. Right. So I've seen the underwriting standards from then and now, and it's totally two different worlds. Um, even with real estate um, being on a on a high end currently, everyone buying a home can actually afford it. Yeah. Um, I, I I know back in two thousand six two thousand seven. I can speak for myself because not just working in the mortgage industry back then, I actually bought a home, and we had options where you can just do stated incomes. Where if you had a certain credit score you can kind of just tell the loan officer what you make and you're good to go to get approved for a loan. So anyone with a pulse could get a mortgage back then. Now we're verifying income, we're verifying assets, we're verifying employment. Um, There's not, outside of the VA loans, there's not too many 100% financing um, going on. So now people have more skin in the game, as they call it. Back then, there were a lot of 100% financing where you 100% finance a home, Oh, I don't feel like paying anymore. You can walk away and what do you lose? Yeah. A ding on your credit for a couple of years, but you're not you losing anything out of your pocket.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, today when people talk I and mean, you see that a lot if you look, if you obviously if you go on YouTube or you read the headlines, I mean, people want to people want to get readers, they want to get eyes. So everybody's got a headline, right? And they say, you know, when's the housing market gonna crash? Or housing markets gonna crash in 2021 because of this. But what you're saying is, yeah, the housing market's inflated. But the people that are buying homes are a lot more capitalized, is a good word. Yeah. They got a lot more cash, a better income than we did in 07. People that shouldn't have buy, bought a home in 07, 06, can't get that now.
1: Yeah, yes, yes. So like back back then, you can actually buy a home with limited assets, right? Yeah. And even inflate your assets. Now, we're you know, reviewing everything and you have to fall within certain guidelines when it comes to your income and debt is totally different when it comes to underwriting.
0: And you need blood work, our first child, yeah, everything.
1: Yes, yes, we take (laughs) first, second, and third sometimes,
0: depending. (laughs) Well, depending on their acting today, I I, I will gladly (laughs) give them to you, at least for the afternoon. Um, I tell you what, let me leave you, let's do, I got one more question and then I'm going to, I want to get into the last is just kind of what do you do? But if you had one piece of advice for buyers or sellers, I know we've talked a lot about a lot of stuff and you've given a lot of great advice, but if you had one piece of advice for a buyer or a seller today, what would that be?
1: Uh, one piece of advice for a buyer, I would say um, be patient because I know a lot, I can speak for myself. I have a lot of clients who become frustrated because the length of time yeah. it takes to buy a home, right? They made the, the sales cycle used to be a couple of, I'll get pre-approved Monday. By the end of the month, I can be on the contract for a home. Yeah. Now that's not the case, right? It's going to be a couple of months. So just being patient and also staying in contact with your loan officer uh, that makes sure you you have the you know the strongest you know, pre-approval. Gotcha. And you can have an offer that stands out among the other the other um potential buyers.
0: Good, good, okay. Well, Maurice, tell me what you do. How they can get in touch with you again? And because uh, uh, you're my guy, you know. When we when we buy a home, I mean, I want Maurice Waring on my side because he's fighting for me.
1: Yeah. So, uh, excuse me. I can be reached um, via LinkedIn. Just by searching Maurice Waring, um, also doing a quick internet search, I will come up Maurice Waring. Uh, forgot to mention, I'm also on Facebook, so you can start. You can research Maurice Wearing, our Wearing Home Loans. It'll um, provide you with my contact information and also a link to my website, okay. where you can only generate a self-quote without even having a, your credit report pulled. You can get a quote, um, and if you, and if you like what you see, you have the ability to apply online and receive okay. a pre-approval.
0: Good, and I'm going to put all the information. If you're watching this on YouTube or LinkedIn, all the information for Maurice' phone numbers, websites, everything is below. If you're listening on the podcast, again, it's Maurice M A U R I C E wearing, W A R I N G. You're going to Google search that LinkedIn, Facebook, just anywhere. Look for the tallest man on Google. <laughs> that's, that's who you're going to look for. The tall loan officer on Google. Well, Maurice, thank you so much for spending the time with me today. I have really appreciated. Hey, how long? PinFed? How long have you guys been around?
1: i want to say it's been 80 plus years. 80 years. Um, okay. We've been around. We, we we were originally known as Pentagon Federal. Yeah, Fede. I remember Pentagon. Yeah. Yes. And now we go short for Penn because we started off, you know, supporting our, you know, military servicemen and servicewomen and, and their families. Yeah. But crazy. now we're an open membership, right? Cool. So now we go by Penn Fed. Anyone can join. The membership requirement is just to open the savings account and, you know, make that $5 deposit.
0: Good, good. Well, Maurice, thank you again so much for joining us today. I really appreciate it. And uh, if you're listening again, thank you so much. Maurice can be reached at Maurice Waring, Google search, LinkedIn, or Facebook. Thanks, man. Have a good one, Drew. Thanks, buddy.